genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 30, which is quite possibly the greatest Batfleck minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And I'm special guest Batman. <laughs> no, I'm John oh, thanks. Hey, thanks for being here, John J. Batfleck. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Minute 30. We are 30 solid minutes into this movie, and we finally... Get to the mall. Yay! <laughs> Yay, we're at the mall. Let's go to the mall. <laughs> the fucking mall. Yeah, we're at the titular mall of mall rats. This uh, minute 30 starts with Brody being the luckiest man on earth and ends with Brody getting knocked out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got, we got a lot to unpack this minute. We, we got to finish wrapping up the sniffing girl. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could write my dissertation on this girl. So, last minute... We had the sniff. This minute, he actually sees her and turns around. Okay. So. How you doing? You're 22 years old, let's say. You're in a mall parking lot. You turn around. A reasonably attractive woman is standing there and does that gesture to you. The tongue gesture. Tongue across the teeth gesture. Yeah. Next question. Do you follow your friend into the mall? No. You walk away from her? Is that what he did? He must have come catches up with T.S. I I feel She's pretty creepy, though. I feel like this movie would have would have ended a lot quicker had Brody just gone home with that girl. <laughs> it's just T.S. in the mall by himself looking for a ride. Driving to Brody. Eh. I mean, to use the parlance of our times, she seemed DTF. Yeah. If nothing else, you got to find out where this is going, right? <laughs> you got to at least ask some questions. She's got to look in her eyes like a serial killer more than like DTF to me. Oh, she wants see, to kill I don't know. I, <laughs> but in that, you're looking at it as adult man you know married with kids you're looking at this sure you gotta look right. at it when you were younger yeah no you gotta been... try to get back in that mindset yeah we're gonna like, see how about you're 20 some years old and your girlfriend just broke up with you that morning yeah. and then this happens yeah <laughs> what's your reaction <laughs> if not, i'm telling you if nothing else you've got some follow-up questions you gotta figure out what's going on here you're yeah. right like is this someone who's like attracted to you or crazy or is like literally gonna break your balls and just, like, you're going to say, like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, go after yourself and walks off. Which is, if this was really New Jersey, is totally possible. Right. She's she got a group of fr- friends wait, watching from the car to laugh at you when you're you start laughing talking at you. Her. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I mean, there is no resolution. We'll never see this girl again. But uh, please, I'm begging someone to go into Jane Silent Bob Quicker Stop. <laughs> Tell me, who do you think this girl is? <laughs> Give me some backstory on this. Where do you think she came from? Where did she go after this movie? <laughs> She goes around. She she runs. She walks the earth, sniffing jackets, <laughs> and then get, and then making the tongue gesture when the person turns around. <laughs> yeah. But she does that, and then gives him like the eyes, like hey, you know, I'm, I'm down for this. It's weird. Also, if you reverse the sexes of the two people, it's super creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's sexual harassment at that point. Oh yeah. It's it's super weird. But yeah, he apparently's not interested because by the time he gets into the mall before TS does, <laughs> he does. But um, who walks by right before they walk into the mall? Oh yeah, I got I got to talk about that too. What's going on with that jacket? <laughs> well, he looks like like a pro wrestler when they walk down to the ring with that jacket on. The way he's marching by, 
Yeah. Speaking of, um, <laughs> the first episode of Monday Nitro was filmed in a mall. It was in yeah. the Mall of America. Just that's <laughs> that's specifically for Steve Rogers because he mentioned that to me on Facebook the other day. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, right down the street from the, where they're shooting mall rats because this right. is Eden Prairie and right Minneapolis. Mall of America. Yeah. The 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 home, well, the original home of Mystery Science Theater. Hmm. Also, what wasn't a. Was wasn't a pasta mania there? Oh, no, God. Yeah. <laughs> was it really? I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> yeah, we have a whole, uh, I, think, I don't think it's on the uh, website anymore, but uh, it's Patreon only <laughs> at this point. Uh, we had a friend of mine, Scott, was on Adventure Club and went through like the whole Mall of America and all the crazy stuff that was in there, <laughs> including pasta mania. Yeah, I pasta tried to look mania, it up. That's great. I tried to look up Pasta Mania, but it says it's a fast, casual restaurant chain in Singapore, Malaysia, India, and Sri Lanka, and the Middle East. <laughs> he outsourced it. Wow, that means it's so low rent, it didn't even make it on Wikipedia? <laughs> Come on, how can you do that to the Hulkster? He just right. got reinstated, too, with WWE, by the way. Oh, he uh, finally got off his, uh, so yeah. the penalty for racism is like two years? Yeah, like two years. He's yeah. back in the Hall of Fame and everything. Well, I guess they started going, when they started considering all the other crazy stuff that people in WWE are up to, I guess. Yeah, in the big scheme of things, maybe it's not that bad. Are you kidding me? In the 90s, half the storylines were racist. In the the 90s, or like every wrestling thing since like 1950. (laughs) They had the Nation of Domination, which was all black guys, and they put their fists up in the air and had they wore African garb, and everybody hated them. What are you talking about? What about during every war that we have, and then they just whip out all their stereotypical characters? You're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, look I'm at surprised this. war in the Middle East. Here comes but... all the stereotypical <laughs> Arab characters. Yeah. The Truth Commission. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Desert Storm started? Let's peel, uh, what's his face? Uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> the Iron Sergeant Slaughter suddenly become a bad guy. Yeah. Came up with what's his face, uh, who was from Iran, but now has an Iraqi Iraqi flag. I'm sure he loved that. Yeah. He didn't care. He's probably coked out of his mind. (laughs) I'm from Iran. I'm from Iraq now. He's the best best interview I've ever heard of a wrestler. Although he is involved in the, like the greatest, one of the greatest wrestling stories I've ever heard where he's just like a bit player in it. But as, uh, Bruno Sammartino is talking about when he met, He's like 50 by then, because it's probably like the early 80s, Bruno Sammartino. And he's meeting a bunch of Canadian football players. And he said he's shaking the one guy's hand, and the guy starts like squeezing his hand as hard as he can. And Bruno Sammartino's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> so he gets in a fight with them. There's five of them, I think. Five or six. So he's going to take on all six, because he's Bruno Sammartino. And he mm-hmm. actually, you know, though he's an old school wrestler who could actually kick ass. Yeah. yeah. So he starts fighting, and he said, all of a sudden he hears the shower turn off. And he hears thump, 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 somebody start running. And it's the Iron Sheik, stark naked, running into the room to help him fight the Canadian football players. <laughs> they then, between the two of them, destroy them. Because the Iron Sheik was also a gold medal wrestler. <laughs> and a psychopath. And a psychopath. And so, a psychopath. guess what? You thought it was going to be bad getting beat up by 50-year-old Bruno Sammartino? How about naked Iron Sheik kicking your ass? Right, young naked Iron Sheik, too. clutch and his wangs just on your face. You're like, oh, fuck his so ass. <laughs> Make him humble. Old country way. I'd be like, fuck. please just kill me. <laughs> and who knows how coked out of his mind he was. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, the guy just punches him and the guy, other guy's hand just shatters. It's, <laughs> I feel nothing. <laughs> I break his back. That's got to be burned in your nightmares for the rest of your life, right? You know, you're fighting 
You're like, what's five on one? It doesn't matter. He's a professional wrestler. You're holding him down, and you look over, and naked Iron Sheik's running at you. <laughs> like, that's going to haunt you the rest of your life. His stupid handlebar mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's what I'd be looking at. <laughs> well, I don't want to look down. I'm looking up. <laughs> well, maybe he's got a handlebar mustache there, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> and you're just like, Please grab somebody else. Please grab somebody else. Oh, God, he grabbed me. <laughs> no, I'm running, out. I'm running out of the building. You guys are on your own. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going to go dive out the window. I don't care if we're on the 18th floor. <laughs> so what we're saying is we don't know who this person is in this jacket. Right. <laughs> but he, yeah, he does look like a wrestler. But he looks like a wrestler, like an independent wrestler. <laughs> yeah. What's he say? What's he say on the back of his coat? Eight something. Eight something? Yeah. Eight? I don't eight. know. Eight o'clock. <laughs> we're going eight o'clock and then we get the line i love the smell of commerce in the morning <laughs> yeah which makes no sense but it's funny just because of the way jason lee delivers it <laughs> which proving once yeah. again some people can belt out the kevin smith dialogue and some people cannot right yeah. some people got it some people don't yeah just like some people can do the tarantino dialogue or the aaron sorkin dialogue some people can just work with the dialogue they get and other people are uh you know, not you so know much. maybe not quite as good and are in the scene also <laughs> and then uh you know ts is now putting he's wrapping his plaid shirt around his waist for the yeah, because he's in pearl jam yeah <laughs> 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 well this is the time for it it is it really is <laughs> i mean like th- three quarters of the people in that mall would be wearing this shirt in some Tied form or fashion in 1995 <laughs> yeah Actually, I mean, Brody, if anything, is the one that's... I mean, he's got the, the shirt, I guess, could kind of be there. And then he's wearing the head shirt that he's got on, which is fantastic. The shirt, the head yeah. shirt, that makes no sense. I, I'm not even sure what that's supposed to be. That's what I said. Well, if you look it up, the best that I can come up with is... They basically, you know, they take, like, headshots of everybody that tries out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They took all the headshots of everybody that tried out for Brody and amalgamated them into one face. Wow. And is that's that what really? came out. <laughs> that's what it says on Kevin Smith's site. Get out of here. Huh. But, like, that shirt doesn't exist. And, it, like, that's, a, like, a screen-printed shirt that somebody huh. made, which you can now order. You can go online and find it. But, I mean, if you're wearing that, you are praying that somebody sees Mall Rats and picks that out. Yeah. Like, hey, you're wearing Brody's shirt. And you're like, oh, yeah, there's somebody who knows me. <laughs> hey, you're as geeky as me. <laughs> but, of course, the most important thing that happens this minute, 20 seconds in, enter Academy Award winner... Ben Affleck. <laughs> Batfleck. Yeah. It's pre-Batfleck, pre-him, pretty much everything. <laughs> right into a stunt, too. He walks right into a stunt, right as soon as he comes in. He ain't afraid of nothing. He ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> he ain't afraid of nothing. Well, I mean, I guess he just bumps Jason Lee. Jason Lee's really doing the, the stunt work here. Is Jason Lee acting, or does he really slip in the water that he spilled? Because it looks like he really well, I got for it. No water spills. They just have a sound effect for it. <laughs> oh. Now, they have me tricked. Now, no he slips. Comes out. He definitely slips. Yeah, you just hear you hear the water. That you hear it come yeah. out, and then it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a good foley guy right there, taking care yeah. of uh, everybody. I'm trying to look, quickly look up at Affleck stuff and see what he'd been in prior to this. But was know. it this minute or last where you actually mentioned the cup? Was it in the beginning of this? Last one? minute. Oh no, this minute. He says you're yeah. really making that last. Yeah, and he says waste not, want not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to see. How had he been before this? Oh, Affleck? Yeah, so he'd been in Glory Days, um, the TV series Against the Grain. You remember that winner? Dazed and Confused. That was probably his big one. Yeah. Where he was the douchey guy chasing everybody around. He gets his comeuppance. So he's a bad guy in that, too. He's in School Ties with quite possibly the greatest name of his career, 
Chesty Smith. (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic. And everything before this, he's like barely in it. And he's like a guy. Guy one, guy two. Yeah. Guy standing in corner. Guy sniffing jacket. Baseball fan at Fenway Park. But yeah, I remember him school ties, but he was, you know, he was 11th down that call sheet. Like, he probably had a handful of lines at best. Right. Like, you're not seeing him unless you're looking for him. Dazed and Confused, I guess, was like kind of his coming out party, and they were like, hey, he's a douchey bad guy, let's put him in this. <laughs> yeah, and then he makes, two years later, he'll make Chasing Amy, and right around the same time, Google Hunting will come out, and then he becomes the real Ben Affleck. And eventually, Batman. Yeah. I think I said on here, did, what did I say? He was the... I can't remember which Batman I said he was. The third best Batman? The third best, yeah. Third best Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was third best Batman because uh, I still hold out that he's better than Christian Bell. <laughs> I not agree. The mo- not the movies he's in. That's that's a whole different thing. No, but uh, I agree better Batman than Christian Bell, yeah. Yeah, not not the movies. The movies... The movies Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I watched that last one with Bane and I couldn't understand anything in the whole entire movie. Well, I mean, it like once I've seen it fifteen times, then I actually enjoyed some of their scenes together. And again, I my problem with that subtitles. movie My problem with that movie is not him, well it's kinda him. It's not Bane. It's that like there's thirteen other characters in it that oh, yeah. I don't give a shit about. Yeah. It falls into oh, that look, same here's this random movie. cop. Who cares? Yeah. Look, there's this other bad guy who, like, I don't care. That's what I'm worried about with the Venom movie. I, I wish Tom Hardy would just do the Bane voice the whole time. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> well, that's, did you see Dunkirk? No. So in Dunkirk, he's a fighter pilot, so he's got an oxygen mask on the whole time. Oh, oh no. So the whole time, he's just <laughs> like, Oh, this man, I'm over this channel. Where's Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I just need somebody to go in and take his scenes from Dunkirk and then, like, you know, edit in all his Bane dialogue. Yeah, get Bane in there. Oh, let's not stand on ceremony, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> well, somehow we wandered down the Tom Hardy thing. I can talk about Ben Affleck. But you can't help it when you go into Batman. Yeah. yeah. You start wandering really around. really can't. Uh, my real question with Ben Affleck here is, uh, what is up with that uh, jacket? It's, yeah. Is it a suit Every, jacket? His whole ensemble is awful. He's got a shirt on with no less than 47 buttons. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought T.S.'s shirt was ugly. Then I saw (laughs) this one. It's the same type of shirt, only with more buttons. Yeah. They look like underwear. They look like like thermals is what they look like. Like long johns? Yeah, that's what it looks like. You know what it looks like? It looks like something somebody would be wearing in like an old-timey movie. Yeah, it was. Like a hunter in like Alabama. He's he's, he's got his dogs. He's going out to hunt. It's one piece, and it's got a flap in the back. <laughs> uh, his jacket is even worse, because it looks like he's wearing his dad's jacket. Yeah. It looks at least eight sizes too big for him. <laughs> it's very I, thin. I realize for... we wore baggy stuff back then, but this is ridiculous. It's very thin for a suit jacket, too. It looks like a suit jacket made out of, like, t-shirt material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all wrong. So they bump into each other, and if you're watching this going, this is not the kind of interaction that two adults have. I I challenge you to come to our state. Yeah. And that's exactly the kind of interaction you would have. <laughs> yeah. Here's their interaction. They bump into each other. Asshole. Prick. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. That conversation could 100% be had. You know what? I see that twice a week, that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was on, oh, God, I guess it was a couple weeks ago I had somebody on. 
I cannot remember who it was or which one of our guests. They were from, you know, somewhere else, some normal part of the country. And they talked about, oh, they were having an argument, T.S. and uh, Brandy, and they were cursing at each other. And he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I didn't curse at my wife till we've married for years. I'm like, I was cursing at my wife within 10 minutes of meeting. <laughs> and I was like, the amount of times that we've had fights where it's just, the only reason why we don't curse in front of each other constantly is because we have a kid around. I like that he said he never cursed his wife. My wife curses at me first before I cursed at her, I think. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and I, oh, because he was called, he called her a, God, he called her a stupid bitch or something like that in this, in this cut. Okay. Oh, and he called her fucking stupid. That's what it was. He called her fucking st- And I was like, listen, it's not the fucking that would get me in trouble. It's, it's calling stupid. her stupid. Yeah. That's what would, would be the fight. <laughs> I, I could F word and, you know, curse all up, down, and sideways. But the minute you call your wife stupid. Yeah, then you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. It's all yeah, on that. That's that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, you can get away with almost anything else. You can drop almost any curse word, but you you actually say they're stupid, or you can really cross the line and say they're wrong. I'm pretty sure that was oh, the title of the no, episode. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the title of the episode. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't call your girlfriend yeah. stupid. <laughs> the title of the episode is maybe you shouldn't call your girlfriend stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's wise. I mean, if you're trying to end the relationship, then that's a good way to go. Yeah. If not, it's probably the wrong move. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's a typical conversation, I would say. Asshole, prick, fuck you. He yeah. does. My real question is, so he walks away, and T.S. asks something along the lines of, like, what is it with you, that guy? And he's like, oh, he's always giving me shit. Why or how? Like, why are you even having interactions with the guy from Fashionable Mail? How often do you come to this fucking mall? <laughs> <laughs> Not even just the mall. Like, even at a time when I would go to the mall. I don't know people that work there. Called fashionable mail? No, and no. I don't know personally the, the the people who worked at the stores. Even if I went there a couple times a month, even if you were a quote unquote mall rat, you're only going to know the people at the stores you go to. So if right. you're 20 some years old, that should be like the video store, the bookstore, Hot Topic, Spencer's, the food court. Well, Where the hell else are you going as in the mail? Granted, he's not just shopping though. He's hanging around at the mall all day. Yeah, so he's maybe. Going to go with you go into other stores that have nothing to do with you? No, but maybe on Affleck's lunch break, like just now, he's bumping into him and saying, what the hell are you doing in the mall still, asshole? It's still super crazy. Yeah, it's still kind of crazy. Like, I would buy it more if they would have had some inciting incident. Like, he actually did something to him at some point. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, one time he was doing this, and I, you know, he was down below me, and I dumped my slushy on him, you know, a la weird science. Yeah. But, no, he definitely yeah. doesn't look like he was in fashionable mail, though. You're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> like did he go in there for a suit and you know he wouldn't see him yeah like we don't help your kind here he lingered, lingered a little too long while he was measuring him maybe I don't know yeah he measured the inseam 11 times Ben Affleck's the dude from the can- from the cantina in Star Wars he doesn't oh. like you <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like you he- either oh but then he would have to have Matt Damon with him because he's got to have the other guy Matt Damon <laughs> He doesn't like you, Matt Damon. I don't like you either, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Good stuff. And then uh, we get a, a line of Kevin Smith dialogue here. I can't express myself monosyllabically enough for you to understand yeah. me. I couldn't say that word either. I tried to say. Obviously, it. I couldn't either. I barely yeah. got it out without monosyllabically. 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 I tried to look it up to see if that's even how you would say it, and that. Mon- the L-Y at the end of it doesn't even come up. Well, I mean, he's making up words. He's making up he words. He's making up words. <laughs> Not monosyllable words. <laughs> yeah, it's 
Listen, I'm just so jazzed we're actually at the mall. I don't know what to do with myself. I know, me too. <laughs> we're walking past the eyeglass store. We're walking yeah. past the hair salon. There's an actual mall here. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get somebody walks by. I cannot. There's two uh, two guys walk by, two white guys walk by. I can't not put point out their god-awful <laughs> jeans they're wearing. Oh, the acid wash? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they the look like they stole Randall's jeans from Clerks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably were. <laughs> I mean, they're at least they're not super high waisted. Then somebody walks by. Oh my god! Is the guy that walks by after that? Is he wearing a Canadian tuxedo? <laughs> is that guy denim head to toe? <laughs> right at like a second forty-seven. He's already saying, "Where do you want to go first? And a guy walks by. I think he's yeah. I think he's he might be denim head to toe. Denim. Oh denim. yeah, yeah. Denim shirt, denim pants. He oh, only yeah. needs a hat. <laughs> yeah. Man's rocking a Canadian tuxedo. And then I think there's somebody. They walk by some sort of store where they're selling shampoo and stuff. Maybe it's yeah. A, I think it's, it's a, a hair salon. Yeah. Now here's a question: When supposedly the clerks take place? Do you remember what time of year? It was the fall. Yeah. Well, this says Happy Easter, and it's supposed to be the day before. Oh no! You're telling me that there's a. Uh... We got a little bit of a continuity error here. Uh-oh. But here's the thing: <laughs> in the version of the movie we're watching. It's not a continuity error. Oh, right. This is because still... in this version, Julie Dwyer is never mentioned. Right. That's only right, so the theatrical matter. version. Oh. Okay. And I will say the theatrical version is better for about 37 different reasons in a row. Yeah, but in a row. <laughs> one of the main reasons is because of the Julie Dwyer thing, not only does it cut 20 minutes off the beginning of this movie, it also makes the reason why Svenning hates him worse. Because in this version, he hates him because he screwed everything up and he didn't get his money. Right. That's a real reason to hate somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Where in the version, the theatrical version, he hates him just because he's dating his daughter. <laughs> and he uses the Julie Dwyer thing as the reason to rope her in. Where in this version, he just asked her. Right. They're like, no other girl drops out. He's just like, oh yeah, he uh, he needed somebody and he asked me. But in the other version, it's like, I'm doing this to protect you. He's pissed off at you because he lost his girl because of you. Again, that's the reason why you should do a second run-through on your script. Yeah. Now, thankfully, they did save it. This is like one of those movies where nine times out of ten, this does not get saved. Hmm. Like, I'm listening to a Spider-Man minute right now, and if you hear them doing Spider-Man 2, there's no way that movie should have worked. They were writing that script on set. Oh, wow. Like, they went into that movie with a treatment. They didn't have a script. Huh. They were like, here, they would tell the guy, here's what we're shooting this week, write us a script for it. Wow. And then that worked. And everyone thinks Spider-Man 2 is a good movie. So they're like, hey, it worked once. Let's do it again for Spider-Man 3. Yeah, why not? And then Spider-Man 3 showed you what happens when it doesn't work. Yeah. And when you cram three villains into the movie. Yeah. As usual. As by the third uh, of the series, they usually do cram three villains in. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, think about Infinity War. Uh, they, they jam in 48,000 heroes, but there's <laughs> still, still only a couple. There's like only a handful of villains still. There's only one right. real villain. Yeah, it's like a villain and a couple of his lackeys. Mm-hmm. Well, that, so like, that's a that's a case of that kind of movie done right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Marvel's done it, but they've walked that tightrope over like nineteen movies. Yeah, and I mean, they've had their movies where they stumbled, where like you watch it and you're like, eh, that was just all right. But you're not going to lose. Nothing was the terrible. They would have to have a couple terrible movies in a row for you yeah. really to tap out on them. Yeah. And I, I just, to this point, I don't see it happening. Right. I mean, I guess their next big thing is going to be when Avengers 2 comes out and they've kind of got to reset their stuff and uh-huh. go forward with, like, you know, they're going to lose all their old people. Like, can you press forward without Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, 
I maybe honestly hold. believe they have to do they have to do something about it though, right? What are they going to do? I think they can though because they. I mean, they're still going to have Ant Man. They still got Black Panther. I mean, they're going to just right. substitute somebody for Captain America. They'll probably make somebody else Iron Man. They got Spider Man still. They got. Yeah, I mean, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy still there. It's like okay, well, we lost a couple big things, but you know, uh, we're still pretty good. <laughs> well, why do they have Spider Man still? Dude? What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, spoiler alert. Never. No, mind. no, no. I'm talking about after <laughs> Infinity War two. After. Ends. And everything right, after they right. reset everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, they're going to not have Spider-Man and Black Panther. Yeah, okay. Right, right. Well, I know <laughs> in the comic books, Black, Black Panther's sister's to Black Panther at this point. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that uh, if there's one thing Marvel does, it's like, hey, here's a movie that made $900 million. Let's just kill that lead off. Yeah, let's kill him right off. Yeah, I don't yeah. see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, uh, you know, we really look like we're going to start a good franchise here. Let's just, let's poop on it. <laughs> uh, speaking of pooping on it um, answer what's about to happen to Brody he might be pooping in a bag because he's going to take a rafter to the face <laughs> what is that guy wearing too by the way the guy walks by carrying the rafter right, let me take a look at him it oh, is he's, wearing a, he's got a helmet on and he's got stickers on it is that what it is he yeah. looks like he's from the uh, Ricola commercial and he should be yodeling on the side of a mountain at this point <laughs> he's got suspenders on he's got a strange hat well, it looks like he just has suspenders on, so that's good. Um, if people have suspenders and a belt on, I immediately don't trust them. <laughs> what? I they're real worried their pants are going to fall down. I don't. I can't trust them when they can't uh, trust their own pants. <laughs> In the nineties, weren't we wearing suspenders like hanging down too? Or they? Like, yeah, they would hook one suspender and not the other. <laughs> yeah, or you just let them hang for some reason. Which was the style at the time. Yeah, it made no, no sense at strap. all. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to give uh, Jason Lee high marks for two stunts in under one minute. Yeah, and this one looks pretty good. He hits the ground like a ton of bricks. I think, what, I mean, what sells it is him falling and the sound. Yeah, the sound of falling. Like, the the really clang, good. like it yeah. really sells it. Now, I'm sure this thing missed him by two feet, but he does it at the perfect time. <laughs> Which is, I feel like if a lot of other directors, like they would do like a cut right there. <laughs> and the cut would substitute for the hit. They're like, nah, just screw it. Let Jason Lee do it. He's a he just skateboarder. He knows how to fall down. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he had just delivered the line of shock and damage, too, when he gets clunked. That's perfect. The best part of the uh, watching something minute by minute is as soon as that happens, it reverts back to the first second of the minute. Yeah. And I had that girl doing the tongue thing to him again. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a very entertaining minute. Mm. <laughs> he's with the girl in the parking lot, walks inside, runs into Athlac, and then gets knocked out by a steel beam. And yeah. then it all happens all over again. Yeah. Now, is the steel uh, beam yeah, part I, I, of I, I. the stage for the um, dating game? Allegedly. We'll see that same steel beam carried around by, like, at least ten different people. Yeah. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure in the beginning here, the girl walks by with a striped shirt on. I'm pretty sure she walks by in the parking lot at one point, too. Oh, God. It's going to scream. I'm not going back to check it. So Don't worry. I am. <laughs> if there's a listener out there that wants to do that, put up a uh, couple of screen grabs. Just go right ahead. <laughs> I remember seeing Striped Shirt go by in the parking lot, too. Well, it was the 90s, so... It could have been yeah, no, somebody no, no, else. No, no, no. <laughs> Are you talking about the black and white Striped Shirt with the purse? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually replaying the other minutes just to see. Oh, just, my God. You don't have to wait for me. Just don't go back to me. Gadget here trying to figure out what they're doing in the last minute. God. You're supposed to be uh, stalling for me while I'm looking for this. I part. am stalling. I'm letting yeah. you just wander around like an idiot. <laughs> Can I tell you that she does not walk by at all? There's oh, no strike. Good work by you. By. Hey, that good was good. By you. Listen, I proved myself wrong. That was good. 
Well done. Nicely done. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to ask John Jay. You've been on for three minutes. Do you have anything to yeah. say about these, this minute, these three minutes, or Mallrats in general before we let you go? Mallrats is a funny movie. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while, but it's interesting to watch these minutes. And uh, they were pretty interesting. I mean, we finally got to the mall. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still sad there's no Robin Sparkles. Uh, don't worry. I don't think Chris gets that joke. No, no one does. Well, I, now there can't be Robin Sparkles because uh, she disappeared. Oh. Spoiler. <laughs> womp womp. She went to her Don't home worry. Home. Other people who are in the know got that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you were lucky. Just think about all the poor people we had on before this who uh, didn't have any mall, didn't have any Affleck. And uh, pretty much didn't have any of the movie they probably didn't have before. Didn't have a girl sniffing and, and making weird things with her tongue. Didn't have <laughs> Michael Rooker's butt crack and balls. Yeah, yeah, you've had a hell of a week. Yeah. Well, well we wow. did get a. We almost got Brody's balls a couple minutes ago. Yeah, well, that, yeah, sitting there with his legs wide open. It was boxer shorts. Yeah, that was awful. Wow. If you were thinking, man, I wish I would have got some balls. A couple minutes later, we fixed it for you. Yeah. I wish yeah. I could have gotten some balls. <laughs> I don't know. How do I not title that first episode of this week, Rooker's Balls? <laughs> you got a lot of balls. Yeah. Rooker Rooker's got a lot of balls. I think that <laughs> might be it. I might have to go with that. I've got balls of steel. All right, John, for uh, one last time this week, why don't you tell the fine people out in podcast land where they could find you? Uh, well, you could find me. Uh, you know, I'm on all the social nets, but uh, acpnet.net is the best place to find me. Uh, I do a little show called Adventure Club Podcast. It's not... Uh, well, it's the Pop Culture Adventure Club podcast, uh, not the Music Adventure Club, not the Movie Adventure Club, <laughs> but uh, we talk pop culture, comedy, nostalgia, music, entertainments, all kinds of zany stuff. And of course, ACPN, uh, ACPNet.net, we have a lot of awesome shows besides just that show. Hey, Chris, why don't you tell everybody where all our details? I'm sorry, are we keeping you awake, Jeff? Or... <laughs> listen, I just realized that I'm going to have to listen to you go through like 25 podcasts because you haven't said any all week. <laughs> I said some in the beginning. Well, we're we're uh, on the Dueling Genre website. We're I like that place. Jane, Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're on there with a bunch of other Minute podcasts like Harry Potter Minute, Spider-Man Minute, Toy Story Minute, Cornetto Minute. They also have original programming. Like Immunities, Geek by Night, and you can also find us on uh, MoviesByMinutes.com, where the original started there, uh, Star nice. Wars Minute. Is there and a Borat Minute? Is there a Borat Minute, Jeff? There is not. <laughs> oh, oh. you got to start it, John. You mentioned it, you got to do it. <laughs> if you mention it, you have to do it. No, I think, no. What, what did they say? There's a hundred and something now? Holy Jeff, hold crap. On. Let's do a live looking, live looking at moviesbyminutes.com and see how many are there. <laughs> Refresh the page. Oh, there is a Borat Minute. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 97 Movies by Minute podcast. 97. Started by the Star Wars Minute. Thanks, guys. So uh, I'll just tell you, I'm not going to, obviously, I'm not going to go through them. Just the, the last three that went up, moving right along, a Muppet Movie podcast, the Apollo oh, 13 podcast, and the Real Jaws podcast. Wow. Oh, the Real Jaws. So that means there's a Well, because somebody started it and died halfway through it and yeah. like, never finished it. So. Oh, womp womp. Muppets. I wanted to do the Muppets. I didn't want to do the there's Muppets. because a dirty I... work minute. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like the Muppets is like a lot of work, though. You also said the Muppets is going to have fans that are going to be yelling at us and things. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like doing Star Wars, where, like, the fans yeah. are going to hurt you. Like, yeah. you can't do the Muppets and just go in there and just talk about what's happening. Like, you need to know all the background. Right, the puppeteers. The puppeteers and, and all yeah. the behind the scenes. I don't want to know any of that stuff. <laughs> no, but I do enjoy the Muppets. Yeah. 
slash Gordon minute. Oh, it's ridiculous. What is what is the minute pod the minute podcast? All of them. I don't them. know. That's at the bottom. It just says all of them. <laughs> all of them. Maybe it's a podcast about the minute podcast. Huh. This week Paul and John try and say glob glogabagaga. I don't know what that is. No, I don't know what that is either. Okay. <laughs> I don't it it know. just looks like a regular podcast. Huh. But it says minute in it, so they submitted it and it got put up there. I'm surprised yeah, but there's they no separated podcast. though. Like they put it at the bottom. There's there's also no podcast for The Room. I don't know, that's like meta if you're doing The Room. Oh, hi, Minute. <laughs> oh, hello, Minute. <laughs> How is your sex life? <laughs> that is oh, awful. Alright, well, let's wrap <laughs> this up. Uh, join us next week when we uh, hang around the mall, which we'll be doing for the next 90 minutes, and you catch John Jay over at ACPN doing ACPN type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Alright, that's it. I love the smell of podcasts in the morning. Tell me I- Don't break my